Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Don't Unfriend Me. My name is Matthew Spear, and this is episode 230. It's September 30th, Thursday at 9.01 p.m. Tonight, the truth, you can't handle the truth. I ate breakfast 300,000 yards from 400 Cubans who are trained to kill me. All right, we're not going to do it. You can't handle the truth. What are we talking about? We're talking about Lieutenant Colonel Scheller from the United States Marine Corps, how he spoke out against the chain of command, and then a prominent general, the Joint Chiefs, did the same exact thing, and yet he is free on Capitol Hill. The hypocrisy, the craziness, just doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? You'll find out when you come back after these brief messages. Recorded from an undisclosed location. Always honest. Always direct. So sit back. Relax. Don't Unfriend Me starts right now. Well, that's my Jack Nicholson, but not my Sean Connery, which will be another movie altogether and a time and place. I did not start off with what I always do, which is, hello, dummies. But I found out that people were getting offended and turning off the show too quickly So what are dummies? And you are most assuredly dummies, and it's okay. I call you dummies, and people go, oh, my gosh, he calls his listeners dummies. What the heck? Why do they take that beratement? Well, because, folks, it's not anything that is negative. Dummies are the don't unfriend me. It's an acronym, and that acronym stands for don't unfriend me. It wasn't coined by me. It was coined by one of my listeners. Barstool Sports has stoolies. We have dummies, and there you go. But if you are called a dum-dum, that is absolutely wrong the dum-dums are essentially people who are entrenched on the right the left the center whatever they watch cnn and fox news they only espouse talking points they aren't here to learn they aren't here to share opinions they simply want you to agree with them and unfortunately it's not going to happen dum-dums really are a special kind of sucker and we have shirts coming for the dum-dum shortly folks where can you find me and how can you get all of these wonderful toys on a more frequent basis. Well, you can go right over there. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, podcast platform, Spotify, Google, doesn't matter. Head on over to Rumble. If you haven't done the tour, maybe you could take a night. Go hit all of my wonderful sites. Type in at Don't Unfriend Me Show and hit like, share, and subscribe. It means a great deal. It keeps the lights on, and God saves a puppy every time that you do it. If you don't, puppies will die it here first last but not least and i know this takes forever but gosh darn it i've got to advertise my website don'tunfriendme.com you can head on over there if you're not a big social media fan you can purview all of my videos my podcasts and everything else and that was really quick for the beginning of the show and we're trying to make it as fast as possible let's get to it let's stop gabbing about don't unfriend me and how great it is by the way t-shirts and hats are coming soon you can visit your local don't unfriend me shop 
95.5 KLOS. The truth, you can't handle the truth. So don't think you can come down here in that faggoty white uniform and make me nervous. You can't handle the truth. I remember my first day of boot camp. It was cold. The floor was like ice. The wool blanket that covered my body did nothing to stem the bitter bite in February, Chicago, Illinois' air. At 0500, the trash cans clanged, the lights emblazoned across the ceiling like the Valkyrie sword wash. And the white boxers I had no chance of failing in in an embarrassing exposure of morning wood. No blood was flowing anywhere for any of us that morning, including to our brains. We were flown in late at 21.30 hours the night before, and by the time we were processed and bused to the Great Lakes Naval Center, we hit our racks at 01.30. It was a tired I hadn't experienced before. My body was shaking as the adrenaline tried to course its way through my veins, through all of our veins, but all of us could not refrain from the shiver of fear and the resistance to flight in the fight or flight mechanism. It was palpable, and it was a palpable beginning to a constant state of discomfort for our entire careers in the military. As my RDC AO1 Zabrowski walked by, he had a handlebar mustache with an exuberant amount of beeswax to curl just within regulation. He resembled a nose guard in football, not exceptionally big, but abnormally wide. He looked exactly like a BB stacker would, a Chicago-based pole who plays and smells a lot like deli sandwiches and Old Spice. He locked gazes with me and was in my face a millisecond later. What's your name, sweetheart? I barely squeaked out a reply. Spear, sir. Now, in the military, you would always put your last name first, Spear, S-P-E-E-R, and your first initial last, M for Matthew. This is to ensure ownership of items that the RDC can always address your pathetic existence accurately, and so you don't forget who you are. Zabrowski looked down at the temporary name badge that we had adhered to our PT shorts the evening before, and what he saw very simply was Spear, comma, M. In short, sperm. Now, the humor in this isn't lost on me, and of course, the gods had to have my last name coincide with a derogatory term as the following, but all Ricky recruits are amply applied the rank of seaman. And I knew, and I, Zabrowski knew, I knew Zabrowski knew. As to the ends of his mustache almost joined as he was smiling so large and wide, he said, well, ain't that precious? Seaman sperm wants to be a sailor. This was my introduction to the United States Navy, and something changed in Zabrowski as he branded me with the greatest demoralizing moniker the military had ever seen. Seaman Sperm, who do uh, you go to in next in your chain of command if you are too stupid to figure it out yourself? As a few neurons fired in my head, I realized that I knew the answer. I watched Officer and a Gentleman and watched the recruiter training video. I was prepared. I could answer this, so I did. The first person I go to in the chain of command would be RDC Zabrowski, sir. And then he threw me a softball. And who is your commander in chief, sperm? I knew what this would lead to. There was going to be a question after question until I messed up. And I just blurted out the first answer I could think of Bill Clinton, sir. Don't you mean Clinton scumbag? Mr. Clinton is the words you're looking for. 
drop and push gravity sperm. Don't stop until I say. All I can say is two things. Don't ever use the first name of anyone in the chain of your command, ever. And second, never forget that the chain of command is by far one of the most essential and ingrained portions of the military code, just about over any other. Never break the chain, disrespect the chain, insult the chain, or dishonor the chain by your actions, period. So why the self-deprecating story? Well, the final question I received when I went to boards for Honor Man in boot camp was the same exact question. It was a layup, and that was the way boards were. Sometimes you got curveballs, and other times it was a softball. I know this is true in every command, every unit, every squadron, and every facet of the United States military. So that is why Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller of the United States Marine Corps created such an internal conflict for me. Now, I know people will have opinions on this. Some will defend the Lieutenant Colonel, and others will condemn him. My first thought went back to the yesteryear and my military training, but like most things, I stopped and applied some comparison contrast to the event. So here is what happened. The lieutenant colonel went viral with his criticism of military leaders who were responsible for the pullout from Afghanistan and was scheduled to face a pretrial hearing today. He hasn't been charged yet, but according to legal documents, he is facing potential charges of conduct unbecoming of an officer contempt toward officials, disobeying a senior officer, and failure to obey an order or regulation. He is currently being held in the brig. In August, Scheller posted a video denouncing senior military leadership in the wake of the Kabul attack that killed 13 U.S. service members. He called on top civilian and military leaders to admit the mistakes they had made in the course of the Afghanistan withdrawal. His post came after the confirmation that a number of Marines had been killed in the suicide bombing. Scheller also said that one of the Marines killed was someone who was close to him. He criticized Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin and the nation's top military officer, Joint Chiefs Chairman General Mark Milley, for the incorrect predictions that the Afghan National Security Forces would be able to withstand Taliban attacks and for the closure in July of Bagram Air Base, which meant that evacuations would go through Kabul's Hamid Karzai International Airport. Lieutenant Colonel Scheller is an infantry officer. He has an exemplary career of five deployments and multiple senior awards, including a Bronze Star, Army Commendation with V for Valor, three Meritorious Service Medals, three Navy Commendations, and with 17 years in the Corps, he was just a few years away from retirement with a pension and benefits awaiting him. But none of that mattered more than doing what is right him demanding accountability. That day, Lieutenant Colonel risked everything to stand up for what he believes in. Scheller stated in his first video that he was willing to lose his job, his retirement, and his family's stability to stand for accountability, and he did lose all three of these things. Now, I want to be clear. Did anyone actually expect that the result would be in, in any of a different outcome? You don't outdick the Marine Corps. The green weenie always wins. This is no surprise. His first video was very polished and honestly quite inspiring. The man was sacrificing millions in retirement benefits, his career, and conduct unbecoming. Although it was foolhardy, and if people are honest, they will admit that. But all of us were thinking what he conveyed in the video. However, the several posts that followed and the videos that followed paint a very different picture. 
The lieutenant colonel made, some, colonel made some pretty inflammatory remarks, making demands of the United States Marine Corps, talking about burning down the system from within, bringing generals up on charges. A lot of this is strange, including linking pay accounts for fundraising, but in the same breath, disavowing the intent to raise funds. It all seemed very discombobulated and erratic. And after spending hundreds of hours with veterans with PTSD and seeing the signs myself firsthand, Scheller might have PTSD or traumatic brain injury or moral injury from deployment. The decent thing for the Marines to do was to immediately arrest him at the beginning, and yes, that's true. Then get him help and keep him from digging deeper and offer him an out. He deserves that for the 17 years of service. And I completely agree with Scheller's position, but the method was unsound and honestly ill-advised. But here's the other side of that coin. I respect his position, but it is horrible to see a military member go through so much and throw so much away. There are too many signs that this is motivated by instability, and he isn't in the proper state to make these decisions himself. The brass should understand this, but they won't and don't. They will railroad the lieutenant colonel out of the Marine Corps and continue the hypocrisy that has become the U.S. military. With 22 veterans committing suicide daily, this is a travesty. And suicides are up 15% within the current active duty military personnel force. The chain of command has indeed broken. And let's, uh, let's be completely honest. Our nation's finest are falling. And whether his motives are lucid or not, something needs to be done. And who can really blame the lieutenant colonel when the example that is being set by the woke military is literally breaking the same rules and regulations of the Uniform Code of Military Justice? How is an officer supposed to stand idly by when a general of the Joint Chiefs disparages the current commander-in-chief, commits treason against him with a foreign enemy, writes a book, and preemptively plans a coup against a duly elected president. Where is the justice, and why isn't General Milley in prison? Hell, why isn't Joe Biden at the same time? He lied to the public and has blundered the Afghanistan withdrawal at the criminal level. Where is the accountability? What the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Mark Milley, did was just wrong. In my opinion, all presidents have acted in a way that was considered bordering on impeachable acts. It all depends on who is making the observation. From Abraham Lincoln's suspending habeas corpus to Richard Nixon's Watergate battles to Ronald Reagan's Iran-Contra issues, and finally, what I believe are Joe Biden's frequent lapses in judgment. The military never has the authority to decide what is proper or legal. This is solely the responsibility of the commander-in-chief with oversight of the Congress. Milley acted in a way that many consider treasonous. He should not be praised or admired for what he did, no more so than if a partisan Republican member of the military took it upon themselves to contravene an order from President Joe Biden. If that happened, I doubt the media elites would publish the same analysis as they did about Milley. Lieutenant Colonel Scheller deserves the utmost respect and assistance to help him transition and move to civilian life. Nothing will change that now. He is going to go away. But the U.S. military has spent too much time covering up the deaths of our servicemen and women, washed over reports of suicide, TBI, burn pits, PTS, and depression in the military environment. The truth is, is we give back too much little 
to these brave men and women to make them whole. Scheller dishonored his service in some people's eyes. Others think he did what was noble and just, but we should be focused on the overarching theme here, that senior military officials like politicians can get away with anything as long as they toe the line. But after the hearings the last three days, the Joint Chiefs and senior military leadership were scurrying for the shadows as they threw their commander-in-chief under the bus. Contradicting Biden's words, laying the groundwork for cynicism and derision, it is simply the politicization of our military, and that is a terrifying concept. Suggesting that the nation's highest-ranking military officer resign is not something I take lightly. The man deserves respect. Over 39 years in the Army, he has deployed to as many countries as I have visited, including three tours in Afghanistan. He has more military medals than I have challenge coins. Even so, one thing a soldier can never betray and retain command is his fellow service members' trust. Millie promised a communist dictatorship just that. He must go. If he doesn't resign on his own, President Joe Biden should show him the door. We're making the example out of the wrong officer. And if the leadership wants to begin earning the credibility back of soldiers, airmen, sailors, marines, reservists, and coast guardsmen within their ranks, they better start with Millie and end with taking care of one who put themselves last and still is, whether he understands that or not. Folks, that's it for my show tonight. Thank you for joining me. I'd love to hear what you think down below. Please do that. Give me a like, share, and subscribe if you would be so kind. That would mean the world to me. And you can do that at Don't Unfriend Me Show or wherever you're watching right now. Just go ahead and hit like, share, and subscribe. I will go out like I always do. 22 veterans a day commit suicide. The Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Press 1. Traumatic brain injury, PTS, depression, anxiety are all very, very real. Veterans need your help. This number will help. If you can't get that veteran to make that call, call me. I will call them with you. Veterans can talk to veterans. It's just a little easier sometimes. And if that doesn't work, they can go to don'tunfriendly.com. Click on the up right-hand corner on the VCL link. They'll be connected free of charge by video or phone to a VCL operator. It is 100% anonymous. You will not be judged. It will not be reported to your command. And I promise you that. It's also 100% free and for civilians as well. You don't have to be a member of military to take part in VCL. They'll get you the help you need. Folks, thank you for being a part of 230. God bless. Remember, we can agree. We can disagree. You can love me. You can hate me. Stick around at the end of the show. Just don't unfriend me. Good night, and I'll see you tomorrow for Red Friday.